to the show for this week. And we're in 1982 with Charles Bronson as he portrays one of his most famous film characters, Paul Kersey. It happened once before. Some muggers followed my wife and daughter home from the market. It's about to happen again. The police there got a very good description of the muggers, too. But it didn't do any good. We do what we can. And so does he. Is this your daughter, Mr. Kersey? Mr. Kersey? Is that Carol? When murder and rape are the crimes, Bronson is the only punishment. Charles Bronson, Death Wish 2. The unluckiest dude in the whole world. He's an architect by day, and due to his family being singled out, attacked, mutilated, and then killed, he becomes a vigilante by night, ridding the streets of evil and bringing some sort of calm to the Lower East Side. Once again, Michael Winner is directing, primarily because nobody else would, and the action and killing is laid on even thicker from the 1974 original. Stunt coordinator is Ernie Orsati, with Gil Combs, Richard Epper, and an appearance from Terry Leonard as a sniper, as we'll catch with him later on. Let's have a look at the first scene. In order to remember what happens here, I'll recap. In 1974, Paul Kersey's daughter was raped and suffered psychological issues. So bad, she was left in a coma. Kersey goes on a rampage and kills the perpetrators. In Death Wish 2, his daughter, now out of a coma, and his cleaner, Rosario, are attacked and raped and Rosario killed. His daughter, Carol, is taken by the attackers and in a bid for freedom, she jumps from a second-story window and is impaled on the railings down below. It's a brutal death. To recreate this, stunt coordinator Ernie Orsati brings in stuntwoman Yerline Epper to double actress Robin Sherwood. The fall, as with all falls through glass, means that you must spot your landing bed early in order to land correctly. It's a fall of 25 to 30 feet, but Yerline must run at the window and must judge her speed correctly. She doesn't want to overjump. The edit shows her falling and just starting to turn over onto her back before we cut away to see a dummy land on the railings and then a long shot of the body impaled. It's this moment that the green light for Kersey to clean up the streets goes on and he's back in action. Let's talk about the doubling for a moment, and as we've seen before in Bond films, the combination of shots allow the editor to create the best final edit. In particular, hand-to-hand fights. In this film, Paul Kersey goes to a hospital to kill another one of the thugs. 
way stand? It's not necessary. Oh, if you need me, just uh, pull this. I'll get my dinner. is filmed three times. Firstly, the actors, Charles Bronson and Thomas Duffy. Then, the stunt doubles, Ernie Orsati doubling Bronson and Gil Combs doubling Duffy. And finally, pickup shots with Bronson fighting stuntman Gil Combs. Charles Bronson, who was 51 in 1982, is extremely physical during the movie, this fight in particular. And the final edit works very well indeed. Sati doubles Bronson throughout the film, and another particular occasion is where Kersey has cornered one of the gang who killed his daughter in an underground car park. After shooting the thug in the leg, Kersey follows the trail of blood to a nearby warehouse. The thug, played by actor Stuart Robinson, tried to kill Kersey by driving a forklift truck through a wall of wooden crates. Sati just manages to dive out of the way before Kersey delivers the final shot. Goodbye. The final scene we look at here is a confrontation in the park between Kersey, thugs and a police detective played by Vincent Gardenia. The detective arrives to find Kersey in cover and a drugs deal being done. Not wanting Kersey to be outnumbered, he checks the area with his binoculars and spots a sniper in a tree, played by stuntman Terry Leonard, who is shot and falls 40 feet. Now, the difference with this fall is that Terry is falling into a thing called a porter pit, which is a submerged landing rig. A hole is dug in the ground to accommodate the boxes and mattresses and covered with leaves, netting and twigs. It means the editor doesn't need to cut away before Terry hits the ground. He can wait until the point of impact before moving on to a reaction shot. Again, it's not an easy fall, and Terry must be aware of where the landing area is. If it's too well camouflaged, you could miss it entirely. Not what is required here. 
safe to say that Paul Kersey fights on and wins and comes back in three more films. Love them or hate them, Bronson is a serious action hero. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel. If you get a chance to leave a five-star review, that would be hugely beneficial. Until next week, bye for now.